Last week at AveMariaRadio.net's Poll of the Week, we wanted to know if you thought the bishops would vote to draft a document on the Eucharist. About 65% of you said no, or you weren't sure. And about 35% of you said yes. Well, the bishops have voted to do so, and we will keep you updated with news and analysis here on Ave Maria Radio and at AveMariaRadio.net. Also, be sure to check out AveMariaRadio.net's new poll of the week right now at AveMariaRadio.net. Good afternoon, I'm Al Cresta. Catholic World Report carried a, an article that caught my attention called The Wilderness Crying Out in a Voice. It's by uh, Father Charles Fox, Assistant Professor of Theology at Sacred Heart Major Seminary. Uh, he holds a uh, uh, STD in Dogmatic Theology from the Pontifical University of St. Thomas Aquinas, the Angelicum in Rome. He's also chaplain and board member of the St. Paul Evangelization Institute headquartered in Warren, Michigan. And uh, he points out that we're seeing uh, increasing uh, lack of respect in our language uh, for our bishops. And this, believe me, this comes from uh, the right and the left. Uh, you've got, for instance, uh, uh, Representative uh, Ted Lieu, who writes in a tweet, uh, to the USCCB, I'm Catholic and I support contraception, a woman's right to choose treatments for infertility, the right for people to get a divorce, the right of same-sex marriage. Next time I go to church, I dare you to deny me communion. Uh, you have the language of weaponizing the Eucharist. And then uh, you also have those who have uh, posted themselves as self-styled John the Baptist figures who uh, are not so much... Uh, the way of the Lord as preparing the way out of the church for a number of people who Teresa Tommy and I have come across just in the last few weeks. Father, it's good to have you with me. Thanks. Great to be with you, Al. Thank you for having me. Uh, what the, This article, uh, Wilderness uh, Crying Out in a Voice, love the title, by the way. <laughs> it's a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful twist on it. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, your concern for the kind of language that you're hearing uh, out there regarding uh, our bishops and uh, our future? Well, I've had, um, first of all, all of this is a very, it's very complex, as you know. Um, there are many facets to this problem of the deterioration of our Catholic discourse, yeah. um, both in the media and in other fora, um, even in person conversations. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to encapsulate it, um, except to say that it is a deterioration, and it is most often um, a failure of logic and of charity. And that's why, you know, the Archbishop, as you know, recently wrote a pastoral note yes. on uh, digital communications and the virtuous use of digital media, and um, linking truth and charity is so simple and yet so vital because it is so often overlooked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think there's a tremendous frustration out there, and uh, determining the truth uh, requires patience. It requires um, a, a, a respect uh, for teachers, and uh, there's many people 
feel they already know what has to be done, and they can't figure out why our bishops don't do what they think is obvious. So they get frustrated, and they attack uh, the episcopacy and the priesthood generally. Uh, what do you make of that? I mean, this is no. Nobody knows your job better than you do, I suppose, and yet you've got people telling you how to do it all the time. I do, and, you know, first of all, there are plenty of legitimate reasons to criticize me. <laughs> sure. But even, in so far, <laughs> even in so far as the criticism, criticisms are better directed at others, I recognize that I'm part of a brotherhood of priests and that we're all in this together, and that this is just part of the deal. And here I want to express a great deal of sympathy and even empathy with those who are frustrated. And I try to make that clear at the end of my article. Um, People have, they have been patient, and they have often been misled, and uh, catechesis has been woefully... um, you know, underdone, uh, woefully inadequate uh, in recent decades. And there are a number of problems where clear enough witness has not been given to the truth of the gospel and the gospel of life. So I get all that. Um, And yet, we need to proceed in virtue. We need to see the good things that are happening in the Church, the signs of positive renewal, and um, we need to move forward in the spirit of true renewal rather than revolution. I think that's a very important distinction to make mm-hmm. in this conversation. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, I, I, St. Paul, uh, for as energetic a man as he was, as committed as he was, does say, uh, as far as is possible, live at peace uh, with all men. There's something... Um, this uh, kind of an anti-revolutionary spirit there. Uh, uh, We try to correct the problems in our midst with reform and renewal rather than over, you know, rather than uh, turning over the tables. You know, I I remember a statement George Will said years ago, and I just remembered it, and that is um, that knocking over the chessboard is not a legitimate move in chess, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, I was praying um, evening prayer just before our interview, and there was a text from First Thessalonians that struck me. May the Lord increase you and make you overflow with love yeah. for one another and for all. Yeah. And then St. Paul adds, may he strengthen your hearts, making them blameless and holy before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his holy ones. And there you see, beautifully woven together, the need to be charitable to all people, yet with strength of heart. So this Mm -hmm. isn't about becoming, you know, just kind of nice in that gooey, sort of wimpy way. Um, This is about genuine love, the love of Jesus Christ, the strongest man who ever lived, and uh, who lives now, and... um, and it's about being holy, you know, that we all need to strive for that blamelessness, that holiness. The end does not justify the means, and so while the aims of those who can be so harsh are often good in themselves, 
you can't use any means to achieve those aims. You know, you say you want to teach the truth clearly. Well, we got to make sure it's the truth then. And we have to make sure that the way in which you teach it is, in fact, loving towards all, as St. Paul teaches us. Yeah. Uh, I, it, since about 2016, uh, I noticed a, a real change in tone. Uh, I've always had people who love what I do, and I also have people who don't like what I do, and they, they write. Uh, the number, the, the, I've got still, you know, same number of likes and dislikes, but the tone of those who disagree with me has changed over the last few years. And there's a carelessness. Uh, there's a willingness to rely on rumor and innuendo. Uh, there are ad hominem attacks, assuming the worst possible motives on the part of myself or my friends and colleagues who I work with uh, at Ave Maria Radio and EWTN. And there seems to be uh, no, no uh, respect for the hard work of maintaining unity in the bond of peace. And do you have any uh, idea on why this seems to have been amped up, at least in my experience, in the last five years or so? I think um, partly it's about people sensing that there's some momentum in, uh, so for here I'm speaking more from the more conservative or traditional perspective, sensing that there's some momentum, there are some signs of strength, mm -hmm. and so if we push even harder, we can gain even more ground, mm -hmm. and I think, you know, that's part of the dynamic going on. I think part of it is the general media culture um, has become much more contentious. I think that's in part because we disagree about more and more fundamental issues, and so that elicits stronger and stronger reactions from us. Mm -hmm. I also think that because we are so saturated with media noise that people feel like they have to speak more loudly and with greater force in order to be heard, in order to get anything done. Um, and one of the keys, I think, here is we're all participating in a national and global community to such an extent, um, to an unprecedented extent, and I think that causes us to feel overwhelmed. Like, yeah. what difference can I make right. given all of these massive national and international problems and it seems like the only way to do that is to speak as loudly and forcefully as possible and to endorse those who in public media speak as loudly and forcefully as possible yeah 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 that's i think that makes a lot of sense uh what we see there is this sense of being uh overwhelmed and uh and frustrated and when you're frustrated, uh, you do tend to get aggressive, you know. Uh, frustration leads to aggression. Uh, do you, uh, how, tell me a little bit about the experience of your brother priests. Uh, are they, is this something that is very, uh, they are very aware of, or, and that uh, they're finding it difficult to deal with? Well, there's a beautiful and um, 
sometimes humor is, you can hear me chuckling a bit, uh, humorous diversity among my brother priests. Uh, I love them all very much, but some are totally keyed into these issues, and some, you know, they're really good holy priests, but they're mostly worried about their parishes, and they yeah. don't spend a lot of time looking beyond that. You know, so we're we're just like other people in that respect. Um, I do think m- much of the intensity comes from the amount of time you spend paying attention to these things. And so you can almost tell, you know, you can see the correspondence in priests between the amount of time they spend paying attention to these issues and participating in these discussions and the level of intensity they feel, you know, how intense their emotions are around these issues. Yeah. Um, so again, it's a very much like what you find among lay people. Yep. Yep. If, if you feed on this material, it gets in your system. Yeah. Father, thanks much. Uh, we're going to have your article available for people uh, at our website, and I thank you again for your work and your writing. Thanks for having me, Al. God bless you and your listeners. Father Charles Fox, Assistant Professor of Theology at Sacred Heart Major Seminary in Detroit, will have his article, The Wilderness Crying Out in a Voice, uh, in the Crested Guest Archives. 